Say a prayer, coffee, and then some fresh air. Time to get it poppin'. I got a fresh 24. Hopefully, I'm blessed with plenty more. Meanwhile, I'm thankful for the fire on the inside burning. I keep earning as the world keeps turning. The thing about life is you never stop learning. Hoping everybody Maxwell, Vernon. You make a plan, then you stick to it. Even in tough times, get through it. So get to it. And make sure your family's straight. We going worldwide, you understanding me, mate? Providing a platform where like minds can meet. Closed mouths don't get fed, want everybody to eat. On Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Tuesdays at noon, let's all get rich. It's no shortcuts. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the no shortcut shot. Greetings, salutations, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another live installment of your favorite slash hottest internet sensation yeah. by the name of the No Shortcut Show with Midas and Fame. We're going to give you guys a few moments to come on in. As you're coming in, make sure you say hello so we know who's watching with us. Let us know where you're watching from. And as usual, let us know what you're having for lunch. This is the lunch hour. <laughs> Every Tuesday at noon. And we didn't have to we didn't have to look and find out what the date was for today because this is our Halloween edition. Happy Halloween. No man. Yeah, happy Halloween to you too. I try to throw in a little little orange and black to, to be in the spirit halfway. You know what I mean? I just went yeah, all black with it. I went all black okay. with it. My, uh, you can't, you, my, he can't go wrong with that. I can't go wrong. My, my my son Elijah went to a school as a ninja today, and he was wearing all black. So I said, you know what? I think I'm a ninja too. Hey, I wear so much all black. I had with the with the chairman of the board and the executives. I just wanted to just switch it up just a taste. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. But we're glad to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're thankful, grateful, blessed, highly favored, and we count it an honor to be here with you guys yet another Tuesday at noon. Welcome to everyone nationally, internationally. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. And thank you for not counting it robbery to come hang out with us for the next hour or so. Hello, mom. My Hi, mom. mother's here keeping the perfect attendance alive. I was just talking about my mother in the green room with yeah. Famous and our guest today. I'm just like, my mom's here every week. That's my Matthew's brother. Here. Good afternoon. Much love to my What's family. Up, yeah, and also my brother, former guest, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out Smooth Sales. Map, drop your drop your link in the comments. He's doing some big things, ladies and gentlemen. You have an mm -hmm. alternative to Amazon and Target yes. and Walmart and Please. Best Buy and all of these things where you online shop. You might want to check out Smooth Sales. You know, yeah. find some Hello, great Robin. deals. Robin, Barbie. Robin Barbie is hey. in the house. All the Barb's, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome, ladies Thanks and gentlemen. Y'all come us. on in. Be sure to say hi. We've got three hellos and I think five or six watches. So don't be shy. We give you a quick yeah, shout out, and we're not gonna roast you like they do at the comedy shows. Just gonna say hi <laughs> <laughs> and keeping it moving. Hoping everyone's having a great day. It's a little chilly outside today. I had yeah. a couple, two cups of coffee. You got Rhonda watching oh, on YouTube. 
Former guest of, the, of our platform, Miss Rhonda Bedikian, musical powerhouse from the Motown days up until now, is here. Thank you, Rhonda, for joining us today. Keeping that YouTube, keep them straight over on that YouTube, I know, Rhonda. That's what I was about to say, keep the YouTube numbers up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Most we have, we may have to make her a. Um, what do you call it when you make someone? They have the the wrench. You make them a. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like the my brother can answer. Uh, well, no, with someone who's it, uh, it, it, who can be in charge over there on the chat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, the moderator. Afri- moderator. The moderator. Yeah. The YouTube moderator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to make Rhonda moderate over She'll there. She'll be on the YouTube. YouTube moderator, and uh, enough said will be the the uh, moderator on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody who's joining us via facebook whether uh you be on youtube whether you be on twitch yeah and uh soon to come at some point we're going to be able to go live on instagram too we're waiting for those proper updates we're just trying to make sure yeah and ladies and gentlemen before we proceed take this live feed and hit that share Mm -hmm. you know and and post it to your own uh individual facebook page if you would like uh because we always believe in the message that we preach here uh believe that message is powerful and you never know who needs to hear just a couple of gems um or or needs a little bit of motivation in order to take the next step in in uh pursuing their passion or following their dream and and thank you all for all you do we um as we said last week we have eclipsed the 500 number over in our no shortcuts community so we're excited about that and uh we're we're approaching What's that? Oh, because so some, some of them are, the, are bots. They be trying to promote Timu, Timu. Yeah. Some of them do some weird stuff in the middle of the night yeah, in the they, feed. We got to get yeah. that tightened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just going off the numbers that uh, the reports. I Mom, see you. you know how those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just off the official reports that we get from Facebook, we are we yeah. are over five hundred members now. Yeah. I mean, if we want to be technically maybe four ninety. Five. <laughs> it might be, it, it might be five. It might be five or so doing that other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bots. <laughs> but shout out to y'all too because bots only gonna come around where they they feel like their time won't be wasted. So yeah, we must true. be doing something right, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and no, we don't want to sign up for Team U. I have you Team U. <laughs> if we if we want to, we we know how to look it up. <laughs> Hey, anybody ever have to tell you to go to Walmart when you run out of tissue? <laughs> no. You just exactly know to go. Where it is, or yeah. CVS, wherever you get your toiletries from, nobody has to tell you to go. You know, you yeah. know where to go when it's time. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. how was your I week, dig- man? I digress, man. Did I get on the tangent of what? <laughs> well, you know what? Our guest got it started when we were talking in the green room. In the she green got it started room. on this subject. It's her fault. So it's it's her definitely fault, her sure. fault. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I'm great, man. Had a great, uh, a great weekend. Uh, just to just to keep it uh, brief, we had a double. The chairman of the board and the executives had a double header uh, Saturday. So Friday we went out of town to Lexington, North Carolina, which we had a, a 9:30 show at the barbecue festival, which meant our sound check was at eight, which meant we had to be in a hotel lobby at 7 a.m., wow. which meant once we got to the room, we went to dinner. We went back to the room. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, shout out to all the folks, Stephanie, Sarah, Lee, everyone that has something to do. And, and if I forget any names, hello, Anita. Hey, Thank Anita, you how you doing? Yeah, so everyone who's uh, so you know who hosts us and takes good care of us, and it's dope, man, because they have uh, 
the after sound check had a tent with breakfast, you know, and everything, coffee, juice. You want some grits, eggs, bacon, whatever. After sound check, while they were getting ready to do the national anthem and everything, and once we played, they swapped all the breakfast out for lunch. But I was still full from, from breakfast. Well, we only played an hour and a half set, so yeah. we would nine thirty to eleven, and then we had to uh, shoot over to Cary, North Carolina. They were having the annual wine festival at the mm. Coco Booth Amphitheater in Cary, North Carolina. I posted a clip and I community yesterday when uh ken shout out to ken Knotts, former member of uh former guest of our platform and member of the chairman chairman of the board uh keeping our legacy alive but he he invited some folks who were enjoying their wine to come up on the stage and 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 jam with the band so if you guys missed that clip go back over to the no shortcuts (laughs) community and check out that clip from the wine that's always sunday yeah, that's always ahead, one sorry. of my favorite parts when I when I see when I see uh, y'all play is when Ken starts to bring people on stage and they start yeah. getting down. Yeah, the now, funky this, chicken. Remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, this wasn't even it wasn't even time for that in the mm-hmm. show just yet. We ve- we veered off of our normal set list just just a little bit to mm-hmm. accommodate what was going on. You know, yeah. the the energy in the audience. So it wasn't the funky chicken to swim or anything. We, I think we were covering uh, Get Down On It, you know. And okay. uh, so he just he took liberties to invite yeah. those who wanted to at the time to hey. come on up and jam with the band and no look like the that. floodgates open. <laughs> I thought, it would, thought the stage was Noah's Ark for a second. <laughs> That's what's up. Shout yeah. out to the chairman and Mr. Summer himself, Ken Knotts. And Sunday, I was Sunday morning, Mount Duwell Baptist Church with my with my church family over there. And then uh, Sunday afternoon, I was I was the musician uh, for the Sandy River uh, Baptist Association conference for the two o'clock service at Flint Hill uh, mm-hmm. Baptist Church in Rock Hill. So, yeah, yeah. Buddy. wow. I took my son to the movies on Sunday evening and, and we starting the week over again. Mm-hmm. And here we are. It's Tuesday. And here we're doing it again, man. Wow. Yes, sir. What about you? Man, I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, it was a it was a single a single event weekend for me this time around. Man, it's uh-huh. finally getting through our last event of October. I had a wedding on Saturday, and mm-hmm. um, I don't remember where I was. Now. <laughs> you got to start bringing your calendar to I your really desk. <laughs> oh, I was in Mooresville. I, I, I was do. in Mooresville at um uh-huh. at the uh, Performance Institute. And they have like a, a, a event venue inside the performance uh, training institute for like NASCAR train, like driving trainers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cool. I did an event for them a few years ago and they remembered me. So they recommended me to this couple, you know, for their wedding, their big NASCAR and uh, racing people. And the groom okay. was actually a photographer. He's like a NASCAR photographer. Mm-hmm. And um, his photographer at the wedding was actually the photographer for Jeff Gordon. So oh that wow! Was okay. Cool. Yeah. So that was yeah. Saturday, and then um, that was the only event we had. So Sunday, I was able to get back to church. Man, it had been a minute. Yeah. Been in get church back in, in a man. while. All these weekend events. So we went back to church on Sunday, in mm-hmm. Rock Hill at the River mm-hmm. Walk, of course, and um, yes, little lunch after church, and we were gonna go back because they were doing after church. They were doing a trunk or treat. Oh, okay. Got to do a, those. It was a madhouse. It was yeah, like, I could all imagine. kinds of kids. And they were like, oh, we, we're going to be here till about 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yo, let's just go get lunch, and then we'll come back. <laughs> but we got out of there at like 2.30 out of the restaurant and was like, mm-hmm. listen, if you don't say nothing, the kids will yeah. probably forget. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. So, and we full, too, now. Yeah, we I'm full. ready to go home. Yeah, and, and I was coming couch. down with it, man. I don't know. I 
probably been around somebody unhealthy, of course, and I'm starting to feel a little something in the mm. in the system. So I, we came on home, and I'm going to see if I can get this stuff out of me for this weekend because it's mm-hmm. going to be this coming weekend. we got a few few things happening. So Absolutely. Yeah, you got to be what healthy. Up, Thomas the best the the best ability is availability. Last yeah. week's guest, Thomas Neal, in the house. Yo, thanks for joining D- us, bro. DJ extraordinaire. I've been seeing yeah. your posts, man. Keep rocking. I see Brian been supporting DJ uh, DJ uh, B from Park Place. Yeah, he's been supporting. So I like to see everybody doing what they said they was gonna do, man. Yeah, so yeah, y'all, y'all keep rocking, I saw man. Thomas rock that day. that school event that he was talking about. He rocked that yeah. last weekend, man. He had the kids up there jumping. Yeah, yeah. So you had to go the G Herbos and all that. Juan, I missed <laughs> yeah. your live this morning, man. I jumped on. I think you were already finished, but mm-hmm. I uh I, I said what's up and thank you for the no shortcut shout out, man. Welcome Yo. Juan Velasquez Cruise Planners, our official uh, uh travel agent over here in the no shortcut Vacation community. Vacation planner to the stars. And he could get you married. Yeah, that, that <laughs> notary and 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 all the big things he's doing with the with the havens men's shelter so yeah, yes. we got we got great folks doing great things i'm just glad to be in the midst you know what yeah, i mean buddy. absolutely thank you all for joining make sure you share this link share it with your Please friends share, share it live right now share it so somebody can just say hey i'm on my lunch break i'll jump on this thing Absolutely. Even if you're playing it in the background, you don't have to watch it, but listen. Yeah, Listening is more important in, in, <laughs> in this particular aspect of things. If you yeah. just throw it on in the background while you're eating your, your tuna fish and smelling up the office, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if you have a tuna fish for lunch, eat it outside. <laughs> yeah, it outside, yeah, in your car. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even want that in the, in the atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Hey, man, yeah. I'm going to let you do the honors, man. We're talking about pe- we big people doing big today. things. Tell them about our guest Yes. Right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special <laughs> guest today. It's a privilege yeah. for me because oh, she's coming. <laughs> she's in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on time, right? Yeah. It's a privilege for me because uh, we have some mutual friends in common. Uh, shout out to David and Teresa Rector. They're big advocates for entertainment. <clears throat> and even me being a... a a musician and Lauren initially being in the comedy, which she still is, you know, even during COVID, they would throw events at their home, invite mm-hmm. people over, have us entertain, and they would pay us during COVID when we couldn't do things. But, you know, that so shout it. out to David and Teresa. Mm-hmm. But I initially met Lauren at one of their gatherings, a Christmas party. Brandon Stevens and I were playing some years ago and we kept we would meet at the charcuterie board or whatever you know small talk <laughs> and i found out you know at the time she was getting into doing she was uh, i guess in uh, one foot in the corporate world if i'm not mistaken she can correct me when she comes on and then another foot looking to do comedy had a passion for doing comedy and and things kept growing kept growing and so uh, uh there we we met uh, uh, i guess most recently a couple of months ago or so at the charcuterie board perhaps i'm just using my imagination <laughs> But she was updating me on things that she has going on. And now she um, is the chief executive uh, officer, excuse, chief entertainment, entertainment officer, officer of Ansley Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. She's doing uh, a lot of big things with, with these corporations, some being uh, Bank of America. Uh, you also have Atrium, Microsoft. But she's doing interactive entertainment and pub- public speaking and many more other things that she can gladly get us familiar with today. Mm-hmm. 
But without any further ado, please yeah, put yeah. some applause in the chat. Make some noise at home while we make some noise on the screen for none other than Lauren Ansley of Ansley Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> hey welcome. Hey. Welcome. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is La- Lauren Chaplin. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to be the only one without facial hair, and you can't see my regular facial hair on the screen. Oh, my oh, goodness. I want to be hey, one of the she, cool so guys. You're, you're making us feel comfortable yeah. then. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Hey, Getting right you. along with the theme. Love it. Love it. Thank yeah. you for thank you for uh, joining us today. And I know when I when I reached out to you, uh, shout out to Milton Crow real yeah. fast. The Crow's yes. Nest. Big, big supporter of the chairman of the board and the music that we do, you know, but it's been, it's been nothing but a pleasure, you know, uh, leading up until today and, and having you on. And like I said, it's, it's a treat for me because of when we first kind of met, you were just, you know, trying to figure some things out. And then the last time we ran into each other, thank you, Anita, thank you for sharing. And we ran into mm-hmm. each other and just to see uh, you were updating me and to see the growth that you've made and staying so busy. That's it's, it's awesome. And that's, that's the message that we try to preach here uh you know at no shortcuts to encourage people continue to go for it and you know you never know where you can end up and i think you're a prime example of that yeah there's no shortcuts and congratulations on hitting <laughs> 500 or 495 real people yeah. on the That's yeah. Awesome. yeah thank you thank you yeah. Yeah. Yes, we appreciate it. We've been working hard. You know, it's hard. It's hard to get people to share and like and uh, what else? Subscribe. But we're going to stay persistent. All we can do is is uh, give you the encouragement to do so. Mm-hmm. But we can see the numbers I, definitely slowly but surely continuing to grow. And you don't want to burn out too fast. You know, if we if you get to the destination too fast, then what? You know. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because yeah. there's no shortcuts. That's there's right. no That's shortcuts. Right. Famous, we're going to have to chop this up and make a promo. Seriously. She said, <laughs> yeah, she said the title it. three times already. I love it. Yes, yes. But it's, <laughs> so, it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. Well, Lauren, before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of all the things that you have been uh, involved with, including your comedy and your um, public speaking and uh, interactive entertainment with corporations tell us in our audience at home a little bit about where you're born and raised and and your early upbringing that that early life sure sure so i was actually born in massachusetts my dad was in the air force and okay. then um when i was two and a half uh my parents split so that gave me a lot of character for uh-huh. comedy uh but then uh <laughs> my mom um and my sister and i moved to spartanburg south carolina which is my mom's hometown and um, born in so born in Massachusetts, raised in Spartanburg, South uh-huh. Carolina. Dad's still active in, in our lives growing up. Okay, um, just awesome. a more of a long distance kind of visit, visiting thing. And yeah, um, yeah. Then went to Winthrop. That's how I ended up in Rock Hill and getting to know Teresa and David Rector. Okay, so you're Winthrop alumni as well. Shout out That's to right. all the Winthrop alum out there. Okay, That's cool. Right. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you went to Winthrop also. Well, wow. we've only really talked over meat and cheese and charcuterie. So. <laughs> and and. And olives. And olives. <laughs> and spicy jelly. <laughs> oh, you got to have that. got to have Yeah, it's jelly. incomplete if you don't have the spicy jelly to, to wash it all down. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so what were some of your interests, though, like uh, early on, like your child? So you have one sibling, just a sister? Yep. So, yeah, have okay. a sister. So um, on my mom's side of the family, we'd go to Montreat, North Carolina every summer 
to this mm-hmm. near Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. And we would, uh, there were seven kids and seven adults and the seven kids, we called ourselves the cousins. And every um. summer we put together a cousin show, which was like skits and dance. And it started because my um, cousins were all in dance. So they wanted to show their dances to their grandparents and to all of us who weren't able to go to the rehearsals, recitals. Mm-hmm. And so then it, Cast. we started adding comedy we added commercial breaks and we started doing complete themes and so we oh. did it for, no maybe 10 plus years hmm. so okay. I was a lot of the comedic comedic <laughs> comedy what, relief from that yeah so, that's what i was gonna ask you when did that start so that started early then your your yeah. your passion for for comedy what what yeah. inspired you was it like just by seeing different things on tv or was um, there something that kind of made the light bulb go off for you yeah, I mean, a lot of the inspiration for for comedy, they've all been canceled, so I don't really want to. You could imagine do I some, of those, yeah. some of those TV shows. And um, yeah, yeah, just making other people laugh. Like you mentioned, I, mm-hmm. I host stand up comedy shows now, and I love to watch the audience. I, I yeah. want that laughter. You know, it just yeah. knowing other people are having a good time and just that you've created this moment for them, it's very, mm-hmm. it's very special. So, yeah. I just I just had a, a, a thought when you saying that, like watching people, because even with fa- famous being a DJ, he has to read the room when he's yeah. playing music. I, that would probably apply to comedians. I never really thought about it until now yeah. with the two of you on the screen together. You have to kind of read the room and uh, mm-hmm. take the temperature of the room, so to speak, and then figure out yep. what to do next sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I got to tell you, with stand up, everything's prepared. So right. all of your jokes are already prepared. And, and when you're newer, there's no opportunity to pivot mm, with the audience mm. because you have your set and this is your set and this right. is what you're to say. Mm. Even though it looks like it's made up on the spot, it's all prepared, yeah. but it's right. supposed to look like it's on the spot. So yeah, I can, I, you know, as a newer comedian, I did this one show once and I was like, Hey, is anybody uh, ever done online dating? And no one uh-huh. said anything. And I was like, here my next five minutes about online dating. Cause that's all I had. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So they were, kind of- so they weren't responding. Yeah, it's kind of like um, if you're a DJ and you have five, five maybe like five types of songs and that you they're not into the songs, it's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to play these anyway, you know? Right. Mm. So the more experience you get, the bigger your, your album is, same with same with comedy, right? Yeah. The bigger and the collection of things that you can grab from. Oh, they didn't like this. Let me change to that. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then you would, then you would be able to pivot. Uh, obviously the more material you have, okay, this may not be working. Right. So let me dig in this bag over here and, and, and get out these bit of jokes. Or yeah, exactly. And the more experience you have, the more stage time. Absolutely. Mm. You have that. Cause you know what? There's no shortcuts. We're going to show clips of this with no context <laughs> at all. And he's going to, why is she wearing a hat and mustache? Yeah. No shortcuts. In the ads, yeah, like three months yeah, from now. <laughs> in the Halloween spirit is yeah. great. That, that, did you do, did you do any like talent, talent shows along the way or maybe yeah. like early on or at, even in your, college years did you did you get into doing any talent uh, shows displaying your I, comedy i became painfully shy like i was always very painfully shy but then like my family like my sister and i were in a couple of talent shows growing up and of course we had the cousin shows in the summertime mm-hmm. i don't think i was in a lot i got into symphony actually played violin and then switched to viola um up until okay. high school um and i took one acting class and that was pretty much it and i took jazzercise peanut, okay. peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. that's all yeah. i remember from jazzercise but 
Not, not especially. It was, um, it wasn't until in my thirties actually found out that, um, the local comedy club had a comedy class at the time and that's how I got uh-huh. started in stand up officially. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, class. And real, real quick, let me ask you this. What did you major in at Winthrop? Being that you went to Winthrop and of course you, they, they want you to declare a major in everything, but obviously you were, <laughs> and I can identify she with this. That's, funny. That's, <laughs> my, my major, you know, at Winthrop at the time it was pre-major for two years because mm-hmm. I, and people are like, wow, pre-med. I was like, nope, pre-major. No, pre-major. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had yeah. no idea what I wanted to do. And I'm still mm-hmm. like wondering if, if I figured it out, but I feel like, you know, you, the path reveals itself the, the longer you stay on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I went to, I actually went to Ball State uh, University in Indiana for my junior year of college for okay. um, National Student Exchange, which I wanted to go somewhere north because I was, I was from Massachusetts right. and I thought I might go somewhere north after school. Gotcha. And it's kind of like a lottery. I applied to all these SUNY schools up in the Northeast mm-hmm. and um, didn't get to any of those. And it's kind of like a lottery. I ended up in Muncie, Indiana, and I didn't even know where Indiana was on the map. So <laughs> um, I went there for a semester. That's how I found out marketing. And that's why okay. it was a big marketing school. And I was very fortunate that Winthrop had a, um, had a marketing a concentration, as they call it, in business. Okay. Nature. Yeah. Okay. So I, okay. Yeah. Oh, in other words, a lot of the classes you took at Winthrop uh, were accepted there and counted towards your marketing uh, credits. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? All yeah, right, I cool. did. Oh, we got a comment. Production because Amanda says that there's video evidence. You've been funny your whole oh, life. Oh, yeah? yeah. Yes. Her whole hey, life. Amanda. So, to Amanda. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah so, send it to DJ Famous. We'll post it. Yeah. <laughs> our all of our cousin shows are taped from way back when, oh, yeah. right, before they were even called the cousin shows. So, yeah, Amanda, yeah. Amanda's a well, good. Uh, she's my yeah. uh, cousin, and she was the like the That's director my... of the cousin shows. Yeah, so. cool. My aunt Florence is joining hey. us. Hey, hey aunt Flo. Yeah, so uh, so how would y'all put the cousin show together? Like, was it really thought out? Like, you know. Uh, almost on a professional level as far as thinking it out we're going to do this and then we're going to do this give us a little we thought insight so. at the time we thought so <laughs> yeah um to the top yeah. to the point where we had so it's five gals and two guys and the cousins and the two guys always felt left out those were amanda's brothers <laughs> they okay. would always i feel like way back when they would have formed a union if they had thought about it uh, for mm-hmm. these cousin shows, because we just bulldozed and we said, no, we're not doing that. Moved on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Amanda, and, was, Amanda was the primary genius. Yeah, and, you, and you guys would just entertain the rest of the family, I assume, like yeah. at, uh, different gatherings and stuff like that. Right, yeah, cool, there'd be cool. the cousin show the one time of the week when we were in the mountains and it was the culmination. And as soon as we, so it would be recorded. And as soon as it was recorded, we'd say, let's watch it again. So they'd, they'd <laughs> order with the cord to the TV and we'd watch nice. it. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That, Cause you, and speaking of cousins, shout out to my cousin, Napoleon, who just hopped yeah. on. Oh, shout out to him. So you would, so Juan yeah. That Jerry's got all his cousins on the show. That's right. See, Juan, me and Juan think it alike. We think <laughs> do it. Alike. You should do it. Right. it yes. It's so fun and it'll break up your family like that. <laughs> we have you another cousin. Oh, we got some more cousins. That's my mom. Oh, that's mom. Okay. The cousin shows were the highlight of summer vacations. Shout nice. out to mom. We got a we got a 
we gotta you guys gotta throw another one and invite us all to come out yeah there. let's just do the reunion let's do the reunion yeah let's let's put together the no shortcuts uh cousin show reunion one you can help with the destination you know and then we all go out there and watch a live show you we'll know live stream I'm, I'm that thing too for anybody who can't make it <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna happen but you guys are welcome but no no recording. Oh, okay oh, no, no reunion all right she's she's a little <laughs> busy i guess ladies and gentlemen a little <laughs> busy it. yeah <laughs> yeah. So so after you got out of after you graduated, uh, where did, I'm sorry, you said you, you ended up up north. Give me the school again. I got I got Ball distracted State. by all the melee. Ball, Ball State. State. Ball State. Ball State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't David Indiana. Letterman go there. Yep, that was his alma mater. Yeah. yeah. They had a they had a football team, and David Letterman was the claim to fame. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's all right. <laughs> Yeah. So what's, what was the rest of your, your journey like uh, as far as after getting done with school? And if you could give us a brief synopsis of, um, you know, did you, did you go right into the business world then, the corporate world? Or, or what was your next? Yeah. Year? So this is where I start to feel a little bit older. Um, OK. So I graduated in May of 20, uh, 2012. No, wait. OK. No, no. I am so much older than that. And I was about to say. right after 9-11 happened, of course, September, mm-hmm. May, I graduated. Uh, yeah. And um, I graduated and I was like, okay, where are the job offers? Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, you yeah. have to apply. And you have to, like, I was so unaware. Yeah. So yes. um, I'd had an internship with the local chamber of commerce. So fortunately, I was working my job at PetSmart. And I was there mm-hmm. to pick up a paycheck and a guy who had been hired at the chamber while I started, he mentioned that the front desk job was open. So okay. that's where I started getting into um, my first like grown up job out of school. Yeah. So yeah. worked the front desk and then started planning events and uh, mm-hmm. concerts. Actually, I worked with some of your, you probably know some of the guys from like the Fantastic Shakers, Catalinas. Oh um, yeah. Well, in that Bobby circuit Bear. of beach music. Yeah. Yeah, player Bobby Player's band. So we yeah, did. Yeah, shout out to Bobby Live. Player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I helped uh, host those shows and coordinate everything in my twenties, and then I. Now this so, is this is back in Rock Hill. I'm sorry to jump yeah. in. This is back in Rock. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. and then um, yeah. wanted to go into venue sales. I worked at the Dairy Barn in Fort Mill and uh, mm-hmm. at the Transbury Close Greenway and uh, sold that. Was in sales for you know wedding bookings and corporate bookings for a few different venues, and then. Went to work for a membership-based organization where I still did a couple of events, but and then mm-hmm. I went into marketing with a manufacturing company, and this is all kind of getting boring. But when no, I was working good. with a manufacturing company in marketing, that's real. That's where I started taking the comedy class, mm-hmm. and then um, no, that's wrong. The job before that, anyway, mm-hmm. I got back into it in the marketing role at the manufacturing okay. company, and that's when I was okay. like, you know what? I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to do this full time because uh-huh, uh-huh. normal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's normal. Well, I don't think any of us are that uh, pursue our dreams and passions. We present ourselves as normal. I don't think that you can be quote unquote normal <laughs> yeah, and do something like- different. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. got to be a little different. And then you have to have something to offer or a, a gift or a talent or a passion to offer and it seems like even uh, so i'm so you graduated after 9 11 so 2002 right uh it seems like you are you already had the interest in 
doing events, it seems, or putting together events or having a hand in it or booking the band or whatever, right? Are you familiar with the term idiot savant? Mm-hmm. I've heard it, but I'll, I'll allow you to explain it. <laughs> it's like the idiot where things just work out mm-hmm. and there's no plan. That's um, so I, we're idiot savants. That's what we're saying. That was my minor in college was idiot savanting. So yeah, these steps, you know, we talk about no shortcuts. We talk no shortcuts. Yeah. We talk about um, the path revealing itself, right? So. I think yeah. some people may have a grand plan for them, li- their lives or, mm-hmm. or know what that is. I've had like almost like electives in life, you know, like okay. in college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took a bunch of electives and mm-hmm. uh, in c- my career, I took a bunch of different jobs because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I didn't have like mm-hmm. teacher or right. doctor or like these career paths right. that were that told you mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. So it's like life. I always say I wish life came with a syllabus. Yeah. But at the same time, you can figure out a lot about yourself by just doing and figuring yeah. out what you like, what you don't like. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. yeah and if it man. came with a syllabus, that would take the the adventure out of it. Amanda you want me to read says, the? Uh, Go Ron ahead. Was the Fake. ultimate character <laughs> actor in our shows created such characters of Miss Manners and Warren Mansley? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Featured and what is it? Spring Break Facebook group. Quarantino, I like it. I like hey, it. post all the links. Uh, yeah, it, it post yeah. the links in this thread. Uh, come back and post the videos yeah. in this thread. We're gonna and we'll do go an ex- back and check an out extended the footage version of this show and <laughs> add some B-roll yeah. to it. Absolutely. My family yeah. needs to get out of the comments. No, <laughs> and Juan, Juan's already working because the number one sought out job on Crucius is DJs and the second is comedians. He's oh, trying to put us together on a package deal. I already know. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it, Juan. Let's do it. I yeah. got a lot of friends on cruise ships. Yeah. That's a that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Have you done that before? Is that something you would be interested in doing? Um, you can vacate and work at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Can I, I do bring the kids, Juan? Um, <laughs> so the comedians that are on cruise ships that I'm friends with, they have a lot more material than I do. I kind of lean yeah. more into, into hosting, whereas they lean okay. more into Well, headlines. you need a host, too. You need yeah. a host. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can I'm, definitely host. Yeah. I can host like nobody's business. I thought about being one of those cruise directors. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have but you yeah. on cruises before? No, I'm I'm performing on my first one next. Well, yeah, well, it's still October. Next, I, I thought it was November. I was going to say this <laughs> October. I try to be technical on there I'm in front of all these <laughs> lovely folks. But anyway, uh, next October, yeah, going for a week with the uh, with the chairman of the board, um, nice. and then but we out of the six days we'll be on the cruise, we perform three, and we have yeah. three off. So I'm assuming it'll be like a every other day type of thing. But I've been on a cruise before, but not as a um, as a performer. So that will be my first yeah, my first fine. time. But I haven't been. But I you're definitely performed on one either. But if I if I only had Juan's phone number, I'd probably contact him about that. If I only do yeah. Juan's phone number, it's about and Juan is going to throw his <laughs> number up in it. <laughs> in there it's about to oh you don't have to tell him you don't have to tell him it's coming watch this magic trick right here (laughs) (laughs) so lauren so how did you start so there it is so (laughs) so, there it is everybody that's his that's juan's number call do not text it Uh, call it do not text text it it. he won't yeah it's the business line i'm not 
but so, nah, he's great. Lauren, how did you start to hone, you know, when you decided that you wanted to, you know, go the path of comedy and you took the comedy class, I heard you say that, but then how did you start to really, you know, perfect that and like, what, <laughs> what was the process like of honing that craft? So yeah. this is where we get into a little bit of idiot savanting. So okay. uh, I was just share with my personal experience. So you take this comedy class, you perform, you practice for six weeks, you have your grad night. My mom was there, Sherry. Hello. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, awesome. Was there. It, was, it was the best night of my life. And um, mm -hmm. then the very next time I, perf I performed was at an open mic. And this is like a comedian's gym, right? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. where you work out your, your sets. Absolutely. So I went and it was in front of other comedians. No one laughed. And I ended up quitting because I went from this high, high to this low, mm -hmm. low. And I was yeah. like, well, nobody's, I'm not really funny. Everybody was just being nice. So I quit mm -hmm. stand-up comedy for, for three years. Three years. Uh, three years. So, you know, during those three years, this is part of my bit, and I, and I speak about this, but I'll just share with you all. During those three years, I actually went back sure. to school. I got my MBA. I met a guy, and I fell in love, and I got engaged. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm awesome. kidding. None of that happened. I was just that. <laughs> so, um, she had but, me. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got back into it, right? And I persevered. That's what I talk about is perseverance. Right. But the normal the normal path for comedy to answer the question is you work it out at open mics because comedy requires an audience to get a genuine reaction, right? Because you yes. are trying to get the audience to laugh. We can practice all you want at home. Mm -hmm. You can write all you want at home. But if you're not getting that mm -hmm. stage time to see how it hits with a real audience, right. you're That's doing yourself true. a disservice. So the way to really work it out is you go back up to mics. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you're first beginning, you want to get that tight five, like really, really, really good. And then that's when you can start doing guest spots on different shows. So then you're working in different rooms and mm -hmm. you can't retell a joke to the same audience because they've already heard it, you know, right. so surprise the, the tr magic trick. Yeah, the element, right. Mm -hmm. You can almost say there's no shortcuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but then, I'm going to yeah, hit the sound effect it. every time you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you just keep going and then you build. And, you know, once you have mm -hmm. that five minute set, it's like perfect and you're happy with it and you're not making any more tweaks. You take a minute mm -hmm. of that out and you put another minute in. And so then you have six minutes that you're working on. Ah, gotcha. Seven, and then you work up to 10. And then, as a host, you have like 10 to 15 minutes as a, as a traditional feature in a traditional comedy show. You'll have 30. And as a headliner, mm -hmm. you'll have 45. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. End to end, I probably have forty-five minutes, but I haven't ever performed them all together. I've have I've okay. done thirty before. Okay, so, that's like, good. Back to the question about cruise comedians, they have multiple sets because people go right. see multiple shows. So they're yes. typically tenured comedians who have focused on comedy. So they'll have like a mm -hmm. clean set and then a dirty set. Mm -hmm. um, they could do an early and a late night show. Right, mm -hmm. right. Very yeah. interesting. And then those same and, people and, come back the next day, so they need. You know, another a different forty-five minutes. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If possible. That, if possible. Yeah. yeah. That's very interesting how you explain that because you know us sitting in the audience, we don't really think about um, the writing process. Mm -hmm. And 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 so what do you what do you typically pull from? You just like life in general, I guess. With, and yeah. then, and put a twist on it to make it funny. I, you know, just me not knowing. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. So um, that's where the idiot spot comes in handy. And also, like you mentioned, um, thinking differently than the typical person, like just having oh, a skew yeah. of what happens, like mm -hmm. to pull the funny, because the, the equation is tragedy plus time equals comedy. Mm -hmm. So something that you don't find funny at the time, like that, mm -hmm. that 
family trip where nothing goes right, mm-hmm. give it enough time, it's funny. Yeah. You know, maybe you're yelling at each other and it's like terrible. And, you know, this big trip that you had all these big plans for. And then the car breaks down and then this mm. happens and that happens and the hotel is canceled or the place is closed that you're going to or yeah. something or the weather's bad when you're supposed to go on this cruise and it has to be diverted mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eventually find the humor. And once you've had enough space, once it's not nah, that bad. So interesting. Yeah. And then I also encourage, I, I teach a stand up comedy class for, um, Thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, mom, for joining. We had, yeah, yeah. Thank Um, y'all for joining. Put us in the background. (laughs) But then you have, um, so you have these things that happen that make you think, you know, that give you time and space to make a joke out of it. But then you also have to realize that it needs to apply to like a general audience has to also find it funny, right? Not just your friends, like inside jokes. You have to bring the audience in to create the inside joke together. So. Mm yeah and then um but painful things can make for a lot of humor yeah yeah that, 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 too mm-hmm. yeah that's very very interesting then too i guess you have to have that comedic uh perspective you know to be able to pull that out which is a gift to make something uh funny to make something that was tragic or painful to be able to make it funny you know yeah. yeah, that's a gift. And it's also very that's distilled. It's very distilled to the essence of the joke. Like that, um, the three-year break, like that joke that I told, then I got married mm-hmm. and, you know, that mm-hmm. classic misdirection. But that came from three years of pain mm-hmm. for this 10-second mm-hmm. clip. So it's really edited life. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. really distilled down. But it's also a way for you as the performer to to process the pain, you yeah. know? Wow. And yeah, wow. Yeah. And turn it into a positive. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you go ahead? I was just going to say the other part that you said about, you know, being globally funny, like you could be the funny guy on the corner or the funny Mm -hmm. guy at the club with my friends. And then I should be in stand up. And then you get out there and they're like, what? It's different. (laughs) It's not the same kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. So there's conversationally funny. So you can just like think of something in the moment. (laughs) But on stage, the audience doesn't have that context. So you can't just say the you have to set this, you have to set it up, yeah. you know, you have to give them enough of, of the essence of who you are right. so, that it, so that it's funny to them. Mm-hmm. So I actually teach yep. a women's comedy class to encourage more women to get on stage and also to not wait three years. If you have a bad experience, just get, <laughs> yeah. because what? there's no shortcuts, hey. no shortcuts. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things I say in the class is, you need to put yourself in the center of the joke and it needs to be authentic to who you are. So it really rings true to you and then mm-hmm. give the audience a little glimpse of who you are and your perspective. Yeah. 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 And, and what made you come back after, after three years, what, what was the turning point? And I find, I, I find that this will be important for someone who may hear this or maybe listening or see this and they may have uh, not even started, or maybe they started on, on a journey and then they quit. What was it that brought you back to your to what you were passionate about at that time? I think, I mean, I was honestly just kind of searching for habit and searching for um, something f- to do that would be a little bit more fun and bring me a little bit more joy. And I mm. try volunteering. Turns out I don't like volunteering. I'm kidding. Don't use that as a, as a clip. <laughs> don't cut it's that clip late. up. <laughs> Edit that before this goes live, everybody. Okay. Um, yeah, there we go. We got you. <laughs> 
But um, I was just searching for something that would be interesting. And I really didn't have a passion for life. Like yeah. I said, my I hate to say it, but my jobs were kind of like, let me try this. Let me try that. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're getting oh, a little bit honest. closer. We want, you know? Yeah. Um, so so I think I think some people have a path and they want to be a lawyer. And so they go to mm-hmm. law school. But here's mm-hmm. the secret to this. This is what I've heard is by the time you finish law school, and I think this would probably be true with a lot of professions, by the time you finish, you feel so invested. You've spent so much money that you're mm-hmm. stuck, that you yeah. have to do it. I didn't have any of that. There was nothing that I was stuck in. Anything mm-hmm. that I stuck was just a mental thing. Yeah. So um, I kind of had a point and I got off track. Um, I'm not Why sure. You got back into comedy. Yeah. 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 Um, but also I want to encourage everyone that success is not a straight line. Success is not a right. Sometimes success Ups has a down. break, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you hear about failure. You hear about Steve jobs working in his garage, mm-hmm. you know, almost going broke and then he hit it big. Well, sometimes you hit rock bottom and you stay there for a while. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage anyone who, like you said, anyone who's watching or listening, who has it done something and maybe they had, they've, bombed on stage or they bombed at their job or they bombed at whatever the project is it's okay you can you can get back at it you can try yeah. again there's nothing no one to tell you you can't do it you right. know except yeah. yourself and so yeah. much of this self-belief because like you all you all just decided to become entertainers mm-hmm. who are you to be entertainers who are who am i to think i can make someone laugh you know you right right like that's what you want to do and you have to have this at least to start unsubstantiated belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. you can look back at the stack of receipts after you've worked hard and figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great great advice. And and I'm so glad you stuck with it because you you transitioned from doing comedy hosting only or what or what have you into like public speaking engagements. You're the chief entertainment uh officer at ansley entertainment and you do interactive entertainment with a lot of big name companies which i aforementioned in the intro so what was that what was that transition like where you just slowly pulled into doing because normally it's a natural progression and you're just like oh i'm find myself doing more of this now I, james what up james yeah <laughs> that's awesome i was dragged into corporate entertainment it was you said, were you pulled? I was dragged. It was one of those uh-huh. things that I actually wanted to go into it, but I certainly didn't think after eight months of my having my business that I would be qualified to. It was kind of long-term mm. plan, the long-term plan, the goal and the desire, but um, yeah, I'd never even worked or um, even applied for jobs the, at the companies that I've worked for as an entertainer. So it's been very mm-hmm. humbling and also exciting and I'm very yeah. grateful for the opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. What happened was I went full time. I six months, six months after starting my no July, August, September, four. This is I don't know. There's just this random dog that showed up. Yeah, we love the fur babies here at No Shortcuts as well. I don't know whose dog this is, but he's very sweet. Um, yeah, he. Okay, so but um, so I was four months into planning comedy shows. I went full time. Uh-huh. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm selling my house to fund my dream. I'm quitting my job. I'm going to do it full time. And then six months into that, COVID hits, and all my shows are canceled. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I jokingly say I started a new position called the fetal. <laughs> uh, you know, stayed in that for a while. And then I started hosting virtual comedy shows and mm-hmm. virtual comedy shows. And then Microsoft called me and it was somebody who wow. had seen me at a show, host a show wow. in Waxhaw, North Carolina. So he's getting restless. Uh-huh. It's okay. And um And so Waxhaw, hosted- you said. Yeah, Dream Chasers, my longest okay. running comedy show, v- venue partner, they're awesome, Madison and Neil, and their whole team's great. Mm-hmm. So she had seen me uh, host that show, and she said, hey, would you like to um, do a virtual show for our team to stay connected, a comedy show? And I was like, heck yeah. So we did a couple of practice runs on Teams, because I don't think I'd ever been on a Microsoft Teams meeting. And then okay. we hosted a, couple of, a few comedy shows together, and then... Um, I was like, well, I guess I'm doing corporate entertainment. That's how I'm going to keep this business going. So I started Absolutely. networking and networking is so powerful. I know um, famous you'd mentioned Absolutely. before that you got a referral for a gig that you did. That's all this is. This right. It's all yes. relationships, no like and trust. So I mm-hmm. um, started working with other entertainers and creating events like online music bingo and, you know, partnered with a mixologist and a an incredible magician from Maryland who has performed wow. for the late queen of England and all over wow. the world and dignitaries mm-hmm. and royal people. And, you know, he's, Oh, sorry. Um, he's You're good. And, um, uh, so then created this like boutique entertainment agency online. And that's, so I was kind of like dragged into it. That's where the idiot savant really comes into play yeah. too. Every new thing that I've started is because somebody suggested it to me. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was, and you know what? That was a common theme. I don't know if uh, Thomas Neal is still on, but he was, I guess, last week. He got into yeah. DJing because uh, people were telling him. And we need you need that that confirmation from someone whose opinion you trust some often to take that that next step. You know, so I uh, I can identify in that what you're saying, what he was saying uh, last week. You know, once we get that confirmation, oftentimes that gives us the the boldness we need. Um, to take the next step, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a quote that I'm pulling up that is so relevant to this that I have to share with you. This is a tweet, and I think this really sums it up. I'm going to pull it over here, and I'm going to share it with you. Sure, sure. Whatever you think you can't do, just know that there is someone who is confidently doing it right, confidently doing it wrong right now. (laughs) They have no plans of doing it better either, and people are paying them to do it. Mm Yes. Please believe in your own excellence as much as they believe in their mediocrity. Mm, I like that. I love that. And I think I like that hits that. with entrepreneurs, anyone mm-hmm. who's trying something new, anyone who's failed and wants to get back started again. Mm-hmm. Use me as an mm-hmm. example. You know, maybe yeah. not a success story, but I'm on the path. <laughs> no, um, no, you're definitely, definitely a success story. Like I said, with some of the, the clients that you've been able to garner um, mm-hmm. since doing the interactive entertainment and public speaking and things like and, that. I mean, you got some... I don't know that not too many people, definitely not anyone that we've spoken to can say this sentence. Microsoft called me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Unless they like you got to pay then, for something. They called me then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever received a, a call from Microsoft. No, that I have not either. About it. My man. Yeah, yeah, so I'm... I note about perseverance. Bill. One of the things I say in the keynote <laughs> is that I got a call from Microsoft. Yeah, they needed me to renew my 
Microsoft 360 account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that part. And and not Bill Gates. It was just Bill, yeah. no name, yeah. no last name. I got name. a call from just Microsoft. Bill. They want to know what was the expiration date on my credit card because something didn't go right. <laughs> it's pending. I think like so many times a success is portrayed by like perfection, right? Yeah. Or you, and and there is there is something to be said about nobody wants to hear your sob story unless you've turned it around, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you can't say I was a failure and I'm still a failure. That's not yeah. inspiring. So right. you have to get through the failure in order for people to hear your story. But I think sometimes people gloss over it. So um, would you all like to like? Was there is has there been moments or is there a moment? May I ask that you were like I don't think I'm going to keep going. And what helped you to keep going? Because that I think might inspire your audience too. You want to go first? I, I, um, I I'll go. F- go ahead. Go ahead, Fame. Yeah, I don't. I think there was a. You know, I've only I've been full time with my business for a little over about a year and a half now, so there was always um, hesitation to take it full time. I always had something to back up. You know, like I was just doing. I treated it, you know, as if I didn't have to take it that seriously. Oh, I have a job. I got insurance. I got these things. And I was always um, using that as a crutch to not, you know, go to that extra extra step. And I had to be, you know, pushed a little bit from behind to go, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, you're really mm-hmm. doing this full time. What are you doing? You know, so that mm-hmm. was, um, but I, there was never a point where I felt like I couldn't. I was just, you know, scared of the uncertainty of, you know, not having somebody else write me a paycheck every two weeks, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I would say my time of maybe that in the least bit would have been before I actually was a full-time musician or entertainer. Like, because I started playing music so young, being gifted and not really even understanding I was gifted, like uh, two, three years old, you know, uh, pulling pots and pans out the bottom of the oven and beating mm-hmm. on them. And before I played keys, I, I was a drummer, you know, so having a drum set, uh, maybe by the time I was three, having a piano in the house, my my dad and my mother both heavily involved in church. My dad's a bishop. My mom's a prophetess. I played at church all the time, weeknights, you know, Sundays, revival. So when I went away to college, it was almost like I hid the fact that I could play music, if that makes sense. You know, because I had done it, done it so much. I didn't mm-hmm. talk about it much. Um, I didn't really, you know, like, but we had a piano in the basement. Uh, one day I was doing laundry and, uh, you know, and me and another guy were down there playing and, and going back and forth. And that led to me, someone calling me to do this intro for these girls who were going to be in a talent show. They needed some music to go along with what they were going to do. So what, but then once I, jump back in and I went to that studio and started doing that. I've been on the, the path ever since slowly, but surely understanding, like even when I was at Winthrop, I knew I wanted to do music. I thought I could major in music and find my way there. That wasn't, that wasn't my, my avenue because they want you to read and do theory and all of this stuff. I'm, I play by ear and by feeling. Oh, thanks man. Uh, you're the best for being here, you know, and, and for doing all you've done over, over the years. You know, but I, I always knew I wanted to do music. Um, but once I got to a point, my last corporate main corporate job was maybe 2007. And uh, once that kind of ran its course, I was already making plans to like mm-hmm. the next step 
to know like I'm like I'm gifted at this for a reason. And I feel like if I don't do this, then I'm doing my myself a disservice because how many people wish they could do and not, not that I'm high and mighty at all, but how many people wish they could play an instrument or write songs or what wh- whatever, you know? And so it's like I got to this is my purpose. This is my purpose. I got to figure it out and I got to figure out how to do this. And I'm so thankful for that because I can set my schedule the way I want. I have things that are obligatory and things that take precedent over others, but I'm able to spend time with my son. I can take my son to school. I can pick him up most afternoons and things like that. And so I think that's, that's what we really strive for is to do something that's fulfilling, but doesn't suck up all your time and energy. And you still can live a little bit and have a nice little balance with family, yeah. uh, making your money. And also, uh, it, it, you know, you see family making your money and having some freedom, you know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's that's a, a great way to live your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So with that being said, I haven't I haven't since I've been on on that type of path. Nah, the only time I, I just kind of took a break and put my music and stuff to the back seat, like when I when I transitioned from home to going to college for a little while. But once mm-hmm. it was discovered I had musical talents, I was right back in doing studio time twice <laughs> a go. week, producing music and all type of stuff. So awesome. and I haven't really stopped. Yeah. I haven't really stopped. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. waiting so long to say there's no shortcuts. We're gonna do it again. Every time you say no shortcuts, I got I have another no shortcuts sponsored by Wanda Lasquez Cruise Plan. Yeah, he's got to reload, (laughs) (laughs) and we got the old school gun with the musket and the gunpowder. (laughs) (laughs) You remember those Civil War movies, man? They take so long to reload. They walk straight, walking up on the other army. Like reload, hurry up. Yeah, Lawrence, I know yeah. we just have a couple minutes left with you, but I do. I wanted to touch on another aspect of what you're doing that I read on is the uh, the public speaking training, mm-hmm. like training public speakers. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about this a little bit last week with uh, Thomas as well, like getting comfortable with the with the MCing and the speaking aspect. Hosting, yeah. And I definitely wanted to hear your, you know, what you do in regards of training and, and teaching public speaking. Yeah, well, thank you. So that was another idiot savant thing. Um, so a good friend of mine in Columbia, she also has done stand-up comedy. She suggested I create a public speaking workshop for her team. And so I created that and I did it virtually and it was really great. And it was basically just like um, the the basis of public speaking and how to prepare for what you're going to say and how to make it be less scary. And honestly, a lot of it is just doing it you know, going to the open mics as as far as comedians, or if you want to be a public speaker, just getting up and speaking wherever you can, you know, there's Mm -hmm. different groups that you can get involved in. And then I've decided to turn that into a public workshop. So I'm actually hosting that next Wednesday afternoon at the Charlotte Art League on November 7th. It'll be my first public class. And ultimately I want to offer this for organizations too, and a series because you can't really mm-hmm. get comfortable speaking in front of a group in, in, in three hours, right, you know, right. just like, it's like with the comedy class that I host, it's, I want it to be multiple series. So it's something I'm just starting, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be, that's the number one biggest fear of people is public speaking yep. and um, taking away the, I forget the word, but the, the mystery, the veil of like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. how did you get so good at it? You do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to take the fear Repetition. out. Repetition. 
repetition. What's the worst thing that can happen? Let's work, let's work in a small group and encourage mm -hmm. you to get better at it because you know what, especially comedy has been such a blessing for me in this way. Yeah. I messed up someone's name at a corporate event, which is like the worst thing you can do when you're in Oh, wow. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, nope, that's the wrong name. I'm so sorry. He even told me how to pronounce everybody else's name. Let me say it again. <laughs> and then I said it again. Or, you know, if it's like, oh, you burped into the microphone. You know what? Uh -huh. We're not, we're human. It happened. Yeah, like, we're human. It's not the best time to happen, but it's demystifying it and just mm -hmm. kind of like, right. it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. No, I've knocked yeah. a drink over on stage before. Oh, <laughs> yeah, things happen. That's embarrassing, yeah. but we just move on. Yeah. You make yeah. a joke about yeah. it, make light of it because you're a human being. Absolutely. So, absolutely. I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. I might have to sign up for this workshop as well because I'm still honing my public speaking. <laughs> so if someone send me the link and if someone wants to yeah, or you can post it you for this thing or others, how will they do so? Well, I'm so glad that you asked this. <laughs> Go to my website, which is mm -hmm. ansleyentertainment.com. Yeah. And yeah, you can sign up. Um, I think if you go to, actually, I don't even know if it's on there. Let me just put it. Yeah, you have an Instagram. It. Yeah, my Instagram is um, uh, Ansley Entertainment, and then also um, Lauren Ansley Presents. But I need to, I need yeah. to post more on Entertainment. So follow me there. Yeah. Yes, yes, man. This has been great. Any other comments that we need to, to acknowledge before we wrap up? I just want to let you all know that there are no shortcuts. Hey, there are no by, shortcuts. Sponsored by Juan Velasquez Cruise Planners. Yeah. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing and be smart yeah. about it, be strategic about it, and um, listen to the people who give you advice and lift you up and ignore mm. the naysayers and have faith in yourself and reflect back at your stack of receipts because you can do hard things and you'll continue to do so yeah yeah and you must have known how, how we close the show out already because that's you what i was going to ask you if you, had, if, <laughs> if you wanted to leave some advice yeah. a bit of advice for someone what would you say and i think you already you pretty much stack covered of receipts. it and take Juan, time Juan's take time giving her a nickname lauren Andrew, oh give it a la <laughs> LA, yeah. what's up? What up, LA? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, we thank everyone so much for joining us again. Uh, another week, another Tuesday here yeah. at, the, at the No Shortcut Show with Midas and Fame. We want to thank uh, Lauren Ansley one more time for joining us. It's yes, been great. It's been great. She's I been great. It. She, she, uh, she got dressed up for us and everything. <laughs> yes. You know, so yeah, we, I'm gonna call it Lauren. Wearing Halloween colors. Yeah. I'm like, come on, come into the bit, guys. <laughs> come on. And aside yeah, from yeah, the beginning I, and the end, there was no mention of Halloween. So when we play this back in February, it's gonna be really cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I said Happy Halloween Valentine's at the beginning. Day, everybody. I think. <laughs> That's I great. think, man. Yeah. So we got you got your contact information, everything yeah. like that. Okay. All right. This has been Ooh, great. So Thanks I, everybody for joining. Thank thank, and make sure you share it as well. And uh being active in the comments. Rhonda says that she has a dear friend that's a comedian for World Caribbean. And we should Ooh. put him on as a guest, so we should definitely do that. Let's get in contact with him. Yes, um, Rhonda, please. Yeah, send her send her uh, information <laughs> to me or, or to Famous, and we'll we'll reach out to her. We got to get James on real soon, yes. too, James. We're going to have our holiday editions coming up. James is a, a great producer, man. I've been uh, keeping an eye on him since he joined the community. Uh, he's dropping some music. He's been involved with some scripts. He had a uh, nomination for an award. Doing some great things. Yes. <laughs> Juan every week. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Kid Knox. Knox. Juan is off the chain, man. <laughs> Whose dog is this? 
<laughs> hey, real quick shout out to uh, the chairman of the board, the executives, Mellow Groove, Praise and Faith Gospel Shop, uh, Smooth Sales, A Touch of Faith, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire family, our Honeycomb family, all you guys. Thank you, uh, uh, Juan Velasquez, Cruz Platters. Thank you all for being here. Ansley Entertainment today. You know, FMG, yeah. famous Juju Lee Vince, you know. And uh, one last thing, Juan says he's going to be on Robert Moore's show this week. And Robert Moore, is that live? Guess. Is that live? Uh, I think they were. I don't know if they shoot it live, or if, if they do live or just record. I think he records okay. it. Okay. But anyway, we'll look out for it. that show. Uh, posted in the community. When you, God's when Glory and Men's Real Stories is the name of that show. So look out for that, and we'll put a we'll put a link in there as well. Uh, let us yes. get, keep us updated on that one when it's going to uh, be dropped. Yeah. Any closing words, famous? You gonna nah, take us man, home? I think that was it for me. Thank you, Lauren, for joining. This has been a great show. We do appreciate your yeah. time. Lauren, and stay on the line once week, we sign man. off, and we'll say goodbye privately. But hey, everybody, share this. Hit the likes, hit the hearts one more time. If you're over on hey. YouTube, do not dare sign off without subscribing Sub to love. our No Shortcuts channel. Yeah, and then I'll go back and post our uh, our YouTube page in our comments here on on Facebook. Okay. We're trying to grow this thing, and it's going certainly growing certainly but surely and thank you all for all that you do one more time uh thank lauren ansley for joining us today it was great we appreciate all of your knowledge and your comedic time and it's been a wonderful time here at no shortcuts hey. ladies and gentlemen we're gonna see you next tuesday see let's do it again week. same same time same channel invite a friend to watch with you and until then we're gonna say so long <laughs> so long y'all have a great rest of the week peace love god <laughs>